See, this is what happens when you have swag. It just falls. That's its only purpose. It will just collect dust and then fall. To be quite honest, I love my Reese and Feyre bookends. What the fuck kind of... Wh what? <laughs> um, hot take, I don't like bookends. <laughs> hot take, I don't like you. Hot take, I hate Shut you guys. <laughs> This is great. This is going to end friendships. the monsters i'm m hi i'm s i'm seth and today it's actually the first episode we're technically recording after our best of so this feels like us coming back to podcasting in 2023 um so to ease ourselves back into the swing of things we thought uh we would maybe do a little bite-sized uh which basically is a series we have on the podcast where we usually pick a subject to start with um, and we discuss that and usually just see where the conversation takes us after that. Um, so today, before we actually jump into the subject of today's Bite Sides, I do want to acknowledge because I know us and I know that um, it would be very us to release our 100th episodes without realizing that it's number 100 <laughs> so i just want to acknowledge this ahead of time that um this will most likely be i think number 97 <clears throat> so just in case we forget you know like that's just the knowledge that we've <laughs> preemptively acknowledged that we've made it to 100 <laughs> unless like the world ends in between number 97 and 100 in which case i mean, I mean the rate that it's going what's gonna be our 100th episode I don't know. I mean, I was thinking, like, let's just do it ahead of time because we'll probably just release, like, some random-ass video uh -huh. or video podcast as number 100 and then not even realize it. Yeah. So, I don't know. If you guys want to plan something for that, I mean, we can. But otherwise, yay, congrats to... <laughs> no, I think we should celebrate our 100. <laughs> I mean, what? I don't know. Exactly. We'll think of something. Anyways, um, so today's topic is about spilling a little bit of tea. <laughs> and so I I I came prepared. Oh, I, I did too. With, we all came with tea. With tea. Wait, what tea are we <laughs> spilling? I mean, it's unpopular opinions. Oh, okay. It's literally okay. our tea. It's not that exciting. Yeah, it's our tea. <laughs> our own tea. Our tea with the community. Um, I mean, who knows? I, I might have a couple things on my list that may or may not anger some people. I'm just saying. Okay. So like maybe some mm. tea will be spilled. Um, but yeah, so that's today's topic. Hot takes, unpopular opinions about books, romance, etc., etc. So, who wants to start? I mean, how many things do you guys have? Because I have, I have got a long list, <laughs> turns out. How? How? I was struggling, <laughs> to be honest. I just kept adding stuff. I was like, you know what? And this thing. And this thing. And this thing. <laughs> like six, seven-ish. Oh, that's good. I mean... 
Yeah, that's a long list. S? Yeah, my list isn't this long this time. <laughs> Possible three. Okay. Okay. We well, pff, three. Jeez, you don't have a whole lot of beef with this community. <laughs> I mean, we told ourselves, like, unpopular opinions have to be something that, like, genuinely we think most people would disagree with, right? Because, like, a lot of the times it's like, oh, my unpopular thing is, and then it's something that, like, literally everyone agrees with. And it's literally just someone saying that for the sake of, like, getting clicks or whatnot or getting people to be like, oh, my God, me too. So who wants to start? Who wants to be controversial first? I feel like you have the longest list, so let's start with yours. I'm, I want to know. Ugh. Yeah. Are we doing one each? Like one at a time? Yeah. Unless there's like two you can pair together. The other thing is, we're not bitches. Well. <laughs> so, okay. Well, actually, I need to, to do two PSAs. Well, one. Don't take it personally, okay? If it's yeah. something you love and that you disagree with, this is not an attack on you personally, okay? It is our own opinions, and we are going to try and justify, right? Like, if you say, I don't like this, you got to explain at least why you don't like that, right? Okay. Sounds fair. So, personal opinions only. Don't feel attacked. If you disagree or you feel like you're feeling some kind of anger within yourself while listening to us, please click out. I feel like this is going to turn into another therapy session, so... <laughs> I'm putting on my, like, therapist voice. <laughs> Click What out. if we have issues with our own hot takes? <laughs> I mean, that's 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 cool, too. We can deal with that. Therapy sessions for real. Fight! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you want me to start? Sure. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm going to start. I'm going to start easy. I, I kind of did it in, like, a gradient type thing. So it's, like, it starts off being, like, easier stuff that I'm, like, mm, nobody's going to be mad at this, really. And then I move towards things that I'm, like, some people are gonna find an issue with this okay, okay. all right so st starting off easy my first unpopular opinion or at least i think this is unpopular i'm not sure maybe you guys will agree we don't give a fuck about your title reveal <laughs> fair fair yeah agreed we don't give a fuck that is so 2016 to me like I can't believe that I sometimes am scrolling through social media and there's still authors that are like, title reveal on Monday. And then there's a bunch of readers in the comments like, oh my God. And then like they still call their fucking books like LFBTY. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Just tell me your fucking title. It is not 2016 anymore. We've moved past this. Agreed. I, Have we not? I only care about the title reveal if it's followed by the blurb. I only really care about the blurb. Like the blurb reveal? I don't even read blurbs. Yeah. Oh. Maybe that's another hot take. Really? I, I mean, it's not a hot take. It's just like a practice. I do not read blurbs. I don't care about blurbs. Do you want me to? Let, okay, let's join this with the, the title. I do not care about blurbs. I only care about a list of tropes. Give me a list of tropes. I don't, I don't need to know the setup. I'll read it. I'll read the book. I don't need the setup. Just tell me tropes. Hmm. Vibes. I need vibes. Okay. Vibes. Yeah. 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 Collage. Like I love a collage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like the blurb, but no, I'm with the the tropes and the, the vibes as well. I like those. But you do read blurbs. Uh, no, I do read blurbs though. I would like look at like the very bottom of like the blurb yeah. to see like, yeah. like 
not a warning but like the tropes yeah, and all that that little paragraph it's like at a, the end yeah reverse harem like enemies to lovers reverse harem yeah. with love yeah I, I read that that's the part that yeah. i read too also i mean let me add this which was not part of my list but if your blurb is longer than two paragraphs you are not doing blurbs <laughs> no, right okay i'm not reading sometimes that. i'd be clicking i'm not reading but i'd be clicking and i'm like this blurb has got six fucking paragraphs yeah. do you think i'm reading an essay right now <laughs> it has a beginning middle and end with like three body paragraphs <laughs> like who got time for that hey marge <laughs> <laughs> She's very passionate. One, one take into the episode. I'm <laughs> fired up. But like for real, two max. Two and then that, that tiny little paragraph at the end that tells you the tropes. Please. That's it. Anyway, moving on to someone else before I keep adding to this. Okay. Um, I can go next. Um, I think I probably did this a bit wrong, but it's okay. Um, so another hot take, well, well, my first hot take is, um, I actually prefer standalone series. Like I, I, yes, I don't <laughs> like it when a series has like a books that follow the same couple. I just can't do it. It loses my interest. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. And like book one point yeah. five, maybe it takes a very, very, very special author yeah. and a very, very, very special story and Agreed. set of characters to make me care that much, for that yeah. long. I agree with that. Oof, for sure. I really struggle with that too. Yeah. But then again, I'm currently reading a four-book series about the same people. (laughs) But, like I said, very special book, very special author. Like, standalones for, like, series of standalones are the best. Yeah, agreed. And The best. I'm okay. Okay. It's different. So, like you said, it depends on the writer and the, uh, however the story is built up. But I cannot start a series if it's, like, eight books in that's already been published and it follows the same couple. Like, I will not pick it up. But if it's a series that, like, is starting, maybe, like, there's a book out with the same couple and I know mm-hmm. more are coming, I feel like I'm more okay with trying that one out versus a, an established series. Yeah. Agreed. Also, I do think it it depends on the genre, the subgenre, right? Because if true. you're reading, like, fantasy romance, then usually those are, uh, like, same people for a couple books. And then the expectations when you pick up those books is very different to me anyway like I, I go into those because I'm seeking this kind of like story that spans mm-hmm. over multiple books and like following the same people though I will say there are more and more fantasy romance series that are those like series of standalones where it's like different uh either different tropes or different um retellings and I find those very interesting so yeah ask what are your thoughts on that hot take oh I agree with everything Everything you girl said, I agree. <laughs> Can I piggyback off of yours? Because S has only three, so, you know. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, my next hot take um, was that I actually think that multi-author series are great. And I know that are that's great. great. I love them. I love them. I get excited about them. Do you mean like the short novellas? The, the kind of series where it's like eight books, but the eight books are written each by different, different people. Different authors. But okay. like there's okay. a, but not the ones that share a world. I mean, the ones where it's like a bunch of authors get together and they're like, okay, we're all going to write dark retellings. And so each author oh, picks okay. a different dark retelling and does their own story. Or we're all going to pick a trope and it's like, or a setup. And then each book has the same setup, but different stories, different written by different people. And the reason why I love them so much is because, A, I'm just very excited about them most of the time. But B, 
um they they make you discover new people yeah i agree with that one and usually they're shorter ish books you know like 200 and something pages so it's like a very good amount of pages to sort of like dip your toes into someone else's writing that you've never tried before Mm -hmm. and i just think that they're very exciting and fun so that's my hot take because i know that there's a lot of people that do not like this type of series like they don't want multi-author series at all so yeah i'm gonna piggy piggyback off of that one and just say anthologies i don't know i can't that's can't sorry yes is that one of yours no so i want to ask a question about anthologies okay go ahead finish okay no my my hot take is that anthologies and me i can never get them done i'm sorry i've tried they're just they're too much too daunting okay so so how do you girls feel about and okay you already said that you don't like that Uh but like in the sense of like the anthology marge how do you feel about that it's kind of the same thing it's just you know shorter and more like it's compact right it's literally the same thing well no 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 because no because i love the achievement of like uh, when it's separate, I like the achievement of saying I read that book and then I can move on. If you're reading an anthology, it just feels like you literally like barely chipped away at the fucking anthology because it's like a thousand fucking pages long. It feels like nothing. It just I don't get that yeah. satisfaction. And then I feel like I either need to keep going right away or don't start at all. Because whereas when it's little books like that, I can pick one at one point and then I can pick another at another. Like, I, I don't have that, like, sense of I'm, like, committing to it, really. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. I agree with that. I honestly feel like I'm racing the clock when I'm reading an anthology. Like, my own clock for some reason. But if it's standalone little novellas or, like, books yeah. that were in an anthology, I would read them. Like, I've read one recently. You are racing the clock. And you know what? Why? And this is another reason why I don't like the anthology as opposed to the multi-series, uh, multi-author series, is because oftentimes you are running against a clock because they will take it off. Like, they will That's take it true. out of, of Amazon and then republish it. So when it's multi-author series, they don't do that. They just leave the book because it's under their name, on their own page, as a sing- like a single standalone thing. So they don't need to do that. So I don't also don't like this about anthology because you like feel the like urgency of having to read it right now, but it's like so long and daunting. Yeah. And again, might as well just slide this one in. Like, if your anthology is longer than five hundred pages, please. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> who got who got time for this? Like, do you need to be twelve fucking authors on in, in this anthology if it's gonna be in one book? Hmm. I just. Yeah. The bigger is not the better in this case, I gotta say. Okay, size okay, does matter okay. in this case, okay? I do not want your thousand pages book, okay? As, what are your thoughts on anthologies? I really don't care for them. I'm just... I mean, I have discovered some authors and new authors like in anthologies, which is pretty great, but... Yeah. Uh, I won't go looking for anthologies. I'm I'm not crazy about them. I will say the one that we read for the podcast, though, I really did enjoy because I felt like I found a lot of authors in that one. And yeah. it also didn't feel that long. It wasn't. I, I think it was like 600 pages or it might have been 700. Um, but I want to like them. I have a love-hate relationship with them. Like, I want to like them. And if only these authors were, like, doing the exact same thing, but just publishing their own story <laughs> separately, I would be all over that shit in a heartbeat. 
I'd be like, you're telling me I can read three books this t- like just in one night because it's like short little stories. Yeah, I will. But but I think the main reason why, uh, at least for the most part, authors do anthologies is to raise money for charities, right? Sometimes. At least that's what not I see always, a lot of. But yeah. yeah, not always. But I also feel like you also get a better bang for your buck with anthologies, right? They're usually like 99 cents or sometimes they're like three ninety nine, four ninety nine, versus like buying separate, like, I don't know, like 10 separate books. They're not always included in Kindle Unlimited, right? So that's that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love what we kind of like took back our hot take, but not really. It's like, here's the other side of it, though. I mean, I still will not be reading your anthology. I will probably get a sample of it. And then, That's like, fair. think in my head, like, oh, yeah, I will read this one for once and then never read it <laughs> because that's just the, the forever cycle <laughs> that happens. All right. As do you want to say one of your hot takes? Yes. Okay. It's, it might be a little controversial. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Um, it's okay to rate a book you DNF. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I kind of agree with that. Good one, S. Good one. Yeah. That is a very good That's one. That's going to anger some people. What do you think, Marge? Seth, Seth agrees, but do you or you're just... Um, I, I, I don't disagree, but I don't do it. Mm-hmm. If I DNF a book, I leave the, the, the rating thing blank. Mm-hmm. And usually I, I write in the review section, like, why it didn't do it for me. Hmm. Is it always like that for you? Uh, I wouldn't say it has always been like that i think i used to rate them one star mm-hmm. but i stopped i'm not sure why i mean my my average rating is low enough i feel like that honestly <laughs> yeah. but yeah i don't know i don't have anything against it I, it's not something that like infuriates me i know some people are like real mad online about this stuff yeah yeah i think for me it depends on how far i get in the book like if it's just like a chapter in and i just decide i don't really care for it i wouldn't read it but if i get like say i don't know how much how many percent like that made no sense how much further in like say if i get like 20 percent in or whatever it doesn't matter if i get further in i'm more rating my experience at that point up until that point of the story that i've read yeah yeah i feel like i'm the same i don't i don't rate every dnf but if i'm if it makes me feel some type of way, I will read it. Is yes. a DNF a one star or could it still be a DNF at like three stars? Oh, no, no. Uh, It'll be one star for me. Because there's a reason why I wouldn't have finished it. it. One or two. What do you say, S? One or two? One or two. Hmm. Yeah, because if it's a three star for like a 20% DNF, like I'm going to go back to sense. it. Like there's no point. Yeah. I'll just stop it right now and then I'll go back to it. I think it's also because I haven't been DNFing the past couple years. Like, I usually skim to the end, you know? And then probably, like, give it two stars. So, like, it's kind of the equivalent, really. Um, But I guess, okay, so my question then on that is there are some people that will read something that they know is not for them. And then they start reading the thing and then they're like, this is offending me to the deepest parts of my soul. And then DNF that shit and be like, I knew that this was going to be the book, but you're a fucking evil bitch for putting it in there. <laughs> How do we feel about those people then? Like, should they be writing the book? <laughs> they just love wasting their time. 
No. They love wasting their time, and I feel like it's more yeah. like a hate read at that point, and they're just trying to, you know, I guess, play devil's advocate. But also, there are some people that actually are trying to, you know, branch out and try something new, and, like, maybe it might not work for them. But I feel like yeah. in those cases, I don't see why you would give something a low rating just because it's not something that you t- necessarily agree with or, I don't know, it's controversial for you. Um, but, yeah, that's what I feel. Okay, I have another question. <laughs> okay. If if you're okay, I've noticed that personally, when I really love a book, my review tends to be about three lines at most. And it's basically just me saying, I loved it. <laughs> Can't wait for the next one. If yes, I disliked lately. the book, for the past there's years. like a couple paragraphs. <laughs> and the reason for that is not yeah. I'm not being a bitch. I feel like I just need to explain why I didn't like it. And that's yeah. the reason why I, th- it's longer. Whereas if I loved it, I'm just like, great, moving on to the next. Like, I, I, right? But th- there's there's issues with that because authors are like, well, if you have a negative review, you sh- just shouldn't review at all. You know, if you, ha- if you don't have anything nice to say, you shouldn't say it. Well, another hot take, but not yeah. really. I feel like it's common sense. Authors should not be reading reviews. Oh, yeah. No, that's, yeah. They should not be on Goodreads. Like, I love you authors, and I know you also are readers, so, like, that's fair. Do whatever you need to do with your books. Rate them, review them, whatever books. But I don't think they should be going out of their way to read reviews if they're bad or good. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, do you want my next one? Yep, you go next. I strongly believe that the third act breakup is, in fact, actually quite great. I love it. Don't get rid of it. And books without it are kind of boring. Oh, yes. High five me through the screen. But is it the same or is it the opposite? No, mine is um, third act breakup. Um, I like. That's all yeah. I have. Okay. Yeah. But it also, okay, if it's based off like miscommunication, I kind of have a little like, I don't like it. But if it's like an actual conflict that they cannot overcome at that point, I'm all game for it. I feel like it creates like that, that angst and like, you know, the, the emotions, you feel it. You feel it a lot more in that third act breakup. I like it any way. Anyway, stupid breakup, like it. Confusing breakup, like it. Dark breakup, like it. I just, I like them. I, I just like for that moment where they're apart. What can I say? I do not care. And I think this is, I don't care about the plot. I oftentimes do not care about the, the like external plot in like a romance novel. So like, I think for me. Like, what do you mean? Like the, well, if the plot outside of the romance? Yeah. Like, okay. if there's a plot, I probably don't care. So for me, if the, your third act thing that happens, you know, the big, like, climax of the book is based on external circumstances that relate to the plot, I'm not interested. Have them break up. I want tears. I want drama. I want miscommunication. That's another one. I think miscommunication is a great trope. I love it. <laughs> Can't lie. I do. I agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well we, we agree, agree on, on that one. one. Great. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> on one thing, we've agreed on everything thus far. We actually have. We've been good. We've been good. I mean, we are friends for a reason, I feel like. Like, for me, I'm not scared about sharing any of these with you because I, I know that both of you of you will, like, totally understand where I'm coming from. It's other people. <laughs> to be quite honest, I think I have two things on my list that you will not agree oh. with. I know it for a fact. Ooh. I think I have one. Okay. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. All I'm right. interested now. 
<laughs> okay, fine. I'll, um, maybe three, actually. I'll do one. Okay. This one's like the, le- like the least controversial, I think. Okay. Okay. I actually don't mind love triangles. Oh, oh I don't, don't mind, mind them either. Oh, okay. I, for some reason, I thought, like, Marju hated them. No, I don't mind them. Okay, yeah, I actually... What, like when them. they make sense, you know? When, like, both love interests make sense. When yeah. they make sense and my couple wins in the end. Hmm. <laughs> no, I'm here for that. Okay. Well, that's great. If anybody has some regs, you know, send them over. <laughs> no, yeah, S, S, S has stated multiple times that she really likes mm-hmm. love triangles. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I don't, like, seek them out. Right. But if it's there in something that I'm already enjoying and it just so happens that it becomes a love triangle, I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But now, more often than enough... Oh, sorry. Sorry? Well, I was saying now, more often than not, I'm like, but why can't they have both? Right. I'm, exactly. I'm, getting, I'm starting to get to that headspace where I'm like, why must this be a why difficult choose? decision? When it, Welcome, why, Marge. Why, Welcome. I know, I know so much. <laughs> I've made so much progress on myself. I'm glad we can acknowledge that. Yeah. But if it's a if it's a book where it's um a monogamous couple, yeah. I I like that the jealousy that it provides, you know? It gives us good jealousy content for whoever they end up with. Oh, I do have a, a hot take on that, which it was not again part of my list. I'm discovering new hot takes. Um <laughs> in a polyamorous relationship, I find it a bit awkward when two or more people are already in an established relationship and then there's that other person that joins in because I just can't kind of put it in my head that that person is as loved as the others because the others have been together for longer you know what I mean like the emotional depth between the people that were already together I'm, I'm specifically thinking like I see a lot of like say MMM books where, like, two guys okay. were already together and then a third one comes in. And I'm like, but the two were already together for several years and have developed a very deep, strong connection with each other. And it's right. like, I, I can never take it out of my brain that, like, the new person is pro- like, yes, they're loved. But are they loved as deeply as the other one? Like, is the intimacy as developed and as strong? I just don't know, you know? That's a that's I, a good I would one. rather they all meet at the same time. Like nobody knows anyone. Like it's all new for everyone, you know? It's just like a weird thing that happens when that's not the case for me. As I feel like you've read books where that was kind of the case where they already established relationships prior Those to pack one books, of the right? The, the pack right, books pack where early. there's already an omega and then there's someone else that arrives. Yeah, but I feel like it depends how it's written. It de- it depends how the author develops those relationships because so there's an example of one where so it's a bunch of guys they meet their their girl and then they develop something and it's going great and then one guy leaves he leaves or he does something happens he leaves and he meets someone else and he brings that person into the into the group without talking to his people about it i feel like that that was an issue for me yeah Mm. that's like was it really necessary to bring someone else when you're barely developing something with someone oh that's Uh, that's so yeah so that's the other the complete other side of that 
reality. It's like, what if your relationship is already shitty and you're not working on that, but then you're bringing someone else in and making it even more shitty or shitty with someone else? Like, focus on Mm. what you had. (laughs) And also not communicating that. That's a big red flag. Like, not communicating like bringing in a new person and also yeah no this person just found someone i like you i kissed you let me bring you back to my pack i'm just like no no hold on yeah fix yourself fix your relationships first yeah yeah mm. agreed agreed okay that's interesting i didn't i didn't even think about like the other side of that true okay mm. agreed um do you want me to say another one and then we'll go to s sure go for it i'm still in my very tame ones okay I'm scared. <laughs> Planned dates in books are actually kind of boring. Agreed. I actually agree with that one. Wait, elaborate. Like, elaborate. like if mean? they if they plan in the book, oh, we'll go on Saturday there and then we'll spend the day together and then you actually read the date, could not care less. I find them really boring. I like being impulsive like just oh they they sort of like stumble into a date but it wasn't supposed to be a date but if it's actually planned like we'll meet saturday to go to the movies or whatever fucking boring i don't care i do not want to read about their little like dinner date or ice skating date or whatever the fuck i don't i find it very boring does it matter if if how developed the relationship is no in the book no hate it hate it at any point of that relationship (laughs) Okay. I just don't care. I don't know. I I agree with that in yeah. the sense where I like the spontaneous dates. Like, oh, we're yeah. hungry. Let's go stop for dinner. I like all of that. But now I'm thinking about, like, marriage of convenience or arranged marriage stories where, like, they reach that point where they want to, like, get to know each other. And I'm okay with, like, them planning, like, you know, um, dinner at home or, like, going to the mo- – not the movies – Going out, planning a date, like, I'm okay with that for them getting to know each other and, like, establishing that connection, I find. Like, in marriage of convenience stories. Mm, yeah. But I guess, like, I don't know. I don't know why. I I just, I wonder if it's maybe because, like, I would, ra- I find it more romantic, maybe. I don't know. I'm, like, psychoanalyzing anal- myself live. <laughs> but, like, I don't know if it's because maybe I find it more romantic, the idea of, someone already having something going on in their day and like choosing to instead like say fuck off fuck fuck with all that i'm actually gonna spend time with you as opposed to being like oh we planned this so like we were both already gonna be there i don't know but also there's just something boring about like reading about a date i don't know what it is i just don't care yeah i don't care i also find first dates are like like planned dates where you know way in advance yeah what's gonna happen when it's gonna happen is kind of like it gives me anxiety so like i think maybe that's why like the spontaneous dates where it's kind of like it falls into place and you kind of don't realize it's a date until like you're on said date yeah that's yeah i can see that and that's what i agree with i don't know if i've read any books lately about dates because like that doesn't You've surely you've read a book before. Where it was like, oh, do you want to? Yeah, like, I'm pretty do sure, this? but like, I guess it's not, it's not an issue. I don't think I've ever come across an issue like, oh my god, dates you, you know. And like, moreover, uh. if nothing actually ha- like happens during the date, like if nothing like important is said or done, 
I don't need to read it. You can just like skip forward to like the end of the date when he's like bringing her back to her house or whatnot and like they kiss under the moonlight or what I like give me the important stuff. I don't need to be reading about them sitting in front of each other eating spaghetti, you know? But what in case something happens on the date? You like you never know. Well, if something happens on the date while they're eating their spaghetti, then yes, I will read it. But like if if it's not really anything you know, crazy, then I don't know. Like, I, the same thing p- could probably be said in an, I don't know, okay? I just love impulsivity, just, like, the romance, the hot, the, like, I'm so crazy about you that, like, we need to do something right now, you know, to hell with my plans or whatnot. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I can agree. Okay. Because I'm thinking about, like, a, a book that I read. There was a date, and I'm just like, eh. See? It's not, it's not exciting. But it was just that book, though. I don't know if, and, you know... If it's all the time. (laughs) How? Okay, this is not a hot take. This is just a question. How do you feel about characters? Because this happened. I forgot what book it was. I mean, I've read a few, actually. I don't know why I sound like such a loser right now. But anyways, I read a few (laughs) books where, like, you know, they started off with, like, you know, they're fuck buddies or friends with benefits. But then, like, they kind of want to establish a relationship. And, like, they plan dates like how do you feel about that like when the intimacy not the intimacy but like the sex has already like happened and like they've overcome that um and then now they're they want to see what else they have i think that's good or like one of them wants more than the other like how do you feel about like you know those types of dates i think i would probably still dislike it okay because even i can even relate this because like uh, i've been reading a lot of bdsm like kind of the same for like when they plan a scene ahead of time rather than just like falling into it then doing it okay there's like Mm. the the like oh it's coming type thing i'm not sure i like (laughs) i mean pun not intended but you know um okay like you putting it like that like okay like i don't like the idea of like okay and this we're gonna go there and we're gonna do this and you're gonna act this Mm. way and i'm gonna act this way and i'm like Let's just fall into it. Let's just naturally see where it takes us, where the night takes us, you know? Let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. Okay. My next one. Da, 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 da. Um, it's okay to break your spines from your books. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is more than okay. Break the spine, Break the highlight spine. it, yeah. dog ear it. You know, the, with the exception of like some special editions, because there's some books where I won't, you know, I won't Guys, do that. But I'm going to be the opposer here. I cannot do that. I like, I take care of my books. I don't let anyone borrow them. My own sister, I don't let her borrow them. It's just. Oh, yeah. See, no, we don't bother. Other, other people no. can't bend the the spine of your book but no, you no, no, can no. bend the spine of your I, own book i can break the spine yes 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 yeah yeah i i do like i literally am that person that like opens up the book so like it doesn't break the spine okay i actually have another hot take several actually they can tie back to that <laughs> oh gosh okay um first off i don't think anyone needs multiple copies of the same book I, Shut up! I don't think you need to collect <laughs> multiple copies of the same book. I would even go as far as to say I kind of regret buying every single physical copy of a book that I've ever bought. Because what are they doing? They're just sitting on a shelf collecting dust. I disagree. I, I'm I'm an ebook reader, okay? Through and through. I, I've tried the whole physical book thing, collecting book, but I just, I ain't got no money to spend on physical copies of books. And so when I see people with like 
eight fucking versions of the same book i'm like for what for what yeah um i i kind of agree with that but i do buy my books like i need to have a finished series so like i would just buy them um and i still enjoy reading like the odd physical book um but i will say i don't really if i'm aiming to buy a collector's edition i will not buy like the regular edition like that's like case in point with gothicana i had to get my hands on like the collector's edition and i did and that was the only copy that i bought yes <laughs> yeah no i don't agree i have copies multiple copies of the books that i really really love so what how many copies of one book do you have i have the invisible life of addie larue i have three copies wow i have two copies of the opportunist i have three copies of daisy jones and the six but why do you need multiple copies as because i need it is one like one that you open and read or and then one's just like on the shelf or are they all like different collectors yeah. editions no one of them is for sure like to pick up and read okay and the other one's just collect dust the other one is just collect <laughs> dot 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 <laughs> dust i dust my shelves marge Thank you very much. She okay. dusts her book, actually. There's yeah. there's another hot take that I can kind of, like, tie into this. Sort of. I don't give a fuck about signed books or swag. Really? Could not care less. I love it. I'm, I I will take any swag you want to give me, any signed copy. I mean, just um, look, at, there. look at you. Look at your, your background. Yeah. <laughs> it's full of swag <laughs> and, like, books and just everything yeah no i can't deal with that Mm -mm. s what are your thoughts i feel like i feel like 2015 16 stephanie was into all that yeah now i don't really care unless it's i care about getting signed books of like books that i really really love i don't care for going to signings anymore but also like Mm. we need to make a like there's a difference between fan art like beautiful fan art like what you have behind you the Raylo art and like swag when i mean swag i mean like coasters and mugs with like your author logo or like oh yeah i like the pen (laughs) (laughs) i I will take a pen actually Yeah. Okay, guys, I am that person. I guess I'm still like a 16 year old. I don't know, but I. No, you're allowed. You're entitled to like this I shit. I want oh, that's fine. the swag. Good I literally almost dropped $135 US for Runix's like box. Holy shit. But thank the Lord, it was sold out by the time I tried to buy it. So I just got the hardcover. Like, I almost like threw away o- over $200 Canadian. Wow. Because I'm that, like, obsessed with swag. Seth, I would have stopped you had I known. I would have stopped That's you. That's why I didn't tell you. <laughs> Jeez. I will never forget that pen that you bought Shut on Amazon up. for $40. <laughs> and you used it once. <laughs> to write your Christmas card. <laughs> I love that. I love that, Seth. Don't change. It was a very special Christmas card. <laughs> You know what? This year, guys, this year, you're going to get a Christmas card with those pens. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that is funny. <laughs> okay, question. Yeah. yeah. Mainly for Seth, since you don't care for signatures. <laughs> See ya. Um, do you care if the book is personally signed or, like, stamped? 
Like, is that an issue for you? Okay, so if it's a signing, like if I'm going to a signing, I would prefer it be like, you know, it's personalized and signed. Um, to be quite honest, like I wouldn't actually buy a stamped like book. If it's like something online that I know like I'm, it's going to be shipped because it's also I'm going to have to pay shipping to Canada, right? So it's going to be a lot more money anyway. Um, so I don't necessarily look for the stamped versions, just like the signed versions. And if it's possible to get my name signed in there, then that's great. But um, I mean, I don't care for the stamps. Yeah, I probably just don't care for it. But yeah, like if I'm going to go to a signing, like I want to see like the author you yeah. know, sign. and But I mean, I will buy books that are, are stamped. Like I wouldn't mind. Would you... Uh. So, like, for example, um, we know Tahara Mafi for her, um, was it This Woven Kingdom? She, like, mm-hmm. had signed copies everywhere. Um, but we never actually, like, it wasn't personalized or anything. It was just her signing them and, like, selling them in the store. Like, how do you feel about that one? Like, would you go out of your way to buy it? Yeah, I, I think I bought it. I don't even know if mine has a I signature. bought it, too. But, I mean, and it was just the only one. Like, it was either that or the regular version. I was like, I'll just get this signed one. It's the same price. Oh, it was the only one that was sold at my store. The signed one? Ooh. <laughs> oh. It's all her swag. It's the swag from 2016. <laughs> the ghost of 2016 is mad. See, this is what happens when you have swag. It just falls. That's its only purpose. It will just collect dust and then fall. And then you'll replace it. To be quite it honest, then... I love my Reese and Feyre bookends. What the fuck kind of... What? <laughs> They're doing great work behind me. I mean, behind you guys. Wow. Um, hot take, I don't like bookends. <laughs> hot take, I don't like you. Hot take, I hate Shut you guys. <laughs> this is great. This is going to end friendships. What do you have against book e- bookends? Like, what? Why? What's the matter with I them? I mean, I got it with, um, was it Fake Crate when I did, like, um... When I bought that box, so it was just in there. So I don't necessarily use bookends, though. Like they're just there. Why? It's collecting dust. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least use it for the books back there. I could, but to be honest, it's like bookending my name. Wait, it's not bookending anything. It's just there. It's, it's bookending my name. I like. What am I gonna put there? What do you mean your name? I don't get it. Let me send you guys a picture. This is just lame. One second. (laughs) To be quite honest, it's because um, my desk really doesn't have space. So I was like, my friend made me that once I got my job. And then I was like, oh, so I'm going to keep that, like my name thing. And then I had the bookends. And then I was like, oh, let me just put that there too because I need to find a spot for them. Oh, okay. That's cute. But your name still doesn't need a bookend, Seth. It's in a box. Can you shut up and move on to the next one? (laughs) is in the box the box does not need bookends that's funny oh god okay Seth what's your next um, hot take you know what I'm gonna get you guys mad (laughs) oh shit pulling out my pitchfork okay I'm ready I actually don't enjoy listening to audiobooks okay I would prefer just like reading the book because I, I, then I, I can't focus. If I listen to an audiobook, I can never focus. That's your opinion, Seth. <laughs> You're um, entitled to it. <laughs> that's fine. 
I love me an audiobook. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. That's you. That's on you. That's your own yeah. experience. What do you want me to do with that? <laughs> You're the one missing out. <laughs> I hate you, Seth. You don't like audiobooks. I can't believe I you. I am so offended. attacked right now. Um, I mean, not all audiobooks are equal, okay? Yeah. Some of them are real shitty. Um, I can maybe add on to this that I do not like uh, dual narrators. Really? Don't like it. Would rather just have one voice do the do everything. Um, I find it very distracting because the voice changes. So, like, the guy, when it's the guy's POV, will do the voice for the woman. See, it's an MF book, obviously. Um, and then, so... He has his interpretation of her voice, but then when it's the girl's POV, she has her own voice and then is doing her interpretation of his voice. And so nobody ever has a fucking concrete voice in my head, and I don't like that. So I would rather it's just one person that makes both voices, and that's that. What are your thoughts on um, the books that have, like, sound effects and all that? Because I know Sarah J. Mass, like A Court of Thorns and Roses, was re-released with all the sound effects and yeah. all of that. And the accents. Um, if it's there, it's there. If it's not there, it's not there. So if you're starting a book for the first time, would you go for that version or would you go for the regular, just reading the book? I'd sample both and see what I Ooh, would like you to sample hear audiobooks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, to, I have to sample before I buy an audiobook because... Oh, I would never um, buy an audiobook. Is that a hot take? Ooh. I am reading through the library. I am not paying thirty fucking eight dollars for an audiobook. Wait, Mm-mm. S, do you buy your audiobooks? If I'm out of a credit, yeah, I do. Okay. Because I okay. I get I'm able to get the Kindle Unlimited if they have an audiobook, you get it cheaper, like seven dollars. Yeah, we don't get that. So here. so I don't I don't hurt. Oh, you guys don't have that? There's so many things we don't oh, get I'm sorry. here. Mm-mm. So if you borrow a book from Kindle Unlimited, you don't get the audiobook cheaper? No. The whisper sync no. thing. We, oh, I'm so sad. Yeah, we have no yeah. such thing. It comes out cheaper like that. I won't okay, buy a thirty dollars. Well, we don't audio have book. it. All right, move on. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop making us feel bad, okay? We don't have coupons. We don't have Kindle Vela. We don't have any of that shit. Okay. That makes me sad for you guys. None. I know, like, even you guys have like little challenges on Kindle, right? Where like it's you read four books and then you get like this discount. We don't fucking get that, okay? I am paying full what? price. You guys get? Wait, that? I don't get no discount. They have that. Yeah, they have little challenges. And I see the point system. What the hell is that? Well, that's that's that. We don't have that. We don't have. Oh, I don't that. know what that is. I don't you know what the point points? system is. They have points and shit, and then they can buy books at like discounts or like for free. Y'all are privileged and you don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Acknowledge your privilege right now, S. I want you to look us in the eyes. I don't know about the discount. Look us in the eyes and tell us you're sorry. She's not Canadian. (laughs) I can't. I like like my discounted audiobooks. Damn. (laughs) So, yeah, I would never buy an audiobook. But, okay, so you got... Well, I mean, if you're buying, then, yeah, sure, sample that. So, if I'm buying, like, I need a a sample the voices. Because if I'm not going to listen through an an audiobook if I hate the guy's voice or the girl's voice. Yeah, for sure. Crazy, crazy. Okay, um, my next one. Okay, so I've done a lot of soul searching. Mm -hmm. I've tried many things. And... I think I've come to the conclusion (laughs) that orcs are not for me. 
Oh. I just, I want to love them, but I have literally yet to read an orc book that I really, truly liked. Like, a book that I really liked, you know? Right. Like, some of them were like, okay. But, like, it's never anything more than okay for me. Like, I, I just, I don't know what it is, but the orc is just not the creature for me. I, something is not working for me. The copious cum's not working. I love that. Keep a, give that to literally anything else. But the orc, I don't know what is going on, but I just cannot connect. To be quite honest, the only one that I really, really enjoyed was um, the lady and the orc. Finley I Fenn. tried that, and I so many I people love that, and like I want to love it because like everybody says that there's so much angst and blah blah blah. I don't know. It's just not doing it for me. That's fair. Do you think it's the way that they're written? Like, the way that the orcs are written? They're always written as, like, a lesser being and they're, no one They're really usually not that different them. from aliens in how they're written, really, when you think about it. It's just, like... No, but I feel like every orc book I read, they're usually written as, like, something dirty or, like, disgusting or something that you don't want to be around. It's not It's not the appearance. It's re- it's, it has nothing to do with the appearance of the orc. <gasps> I know why Seth loves them so much. What? Why? Why? Shrek. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it's that's why M does not like it. That's why she doesn't I love like Shrek. It. What, are you, what are you talking about? Every time we send you a video, you're like <laughs> scarred for life. So I think we've yeah. solved it. Thank you, S. You have solved it. Shrek, Shrek is love. Shrek is life. What are you talking about? Shrek, Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Thanks for solving that, S. You've solved it. You've cracked the case. Anyway, I, I, this is one of those hot takes where it's like, I don't really know why. It's just, I've tried so many times and it just hasn't happened. So I'm just gonna take that as meaning it's not for me for some reason. Haven't found the one. To be quite honest, to quote my dad from yesterday, there are plenty fish in the sea. <laughs> Throw it back if you don't like it. There's another one waiting for you. What if you pick the same one twice? <laughs> I'll get back to you back? on that one. I'll ask my dad. <laughs> what if you picked a big fish and then you end up with a little fish? <laughs> what if you picked a big fish and then you wait for hours and nothing else takes? <laughs> we need these answers, Seth. Okay, Please I'll go ask him. We need a, a session with Papa Seth. <laughs> <laughs> um, S, thoughts on yes. orcs? Any um, thoughts on orcs? I mean, eh, right? I don't care. I don't think it's. I don't think. I don't think it's a monster. I would like go searching for, and then yeah. And I, I do enough Lady of the Orc song. See, yeah. okay, so you're on my side then. We we're, we feel the same about the orc. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna like, nah, it's there. I'm not gonna. And you know what? And, and I hate the way. I agree with Seth. Uh, the way it was, the way the female in that book. Described him. Uh, she was like disgusted by him. Yeah. And just like why? To be quite you know? honest, that's I encounter that a lot in orc books. Like I don't know why that's like the mentality towards orcs. I I don't know. I've I've never thought of it in that way. Okay, can I can I say another one that kind of is related to that? I guess. Okay, this is a serious one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, for for real, it is. It is. And and this is one I know you guys are gonna agree with. Um, monsters, or I should say, yeah, no, let's just, monsters are becoming way too 
human. And they were not doing it for me as much as they used to. Agreed. I think it, they became too mainstream to the point now where, like, you have to play it safe. Um, or you feel the need that you have to play it safe. And yeah. that just results in monsters that are too human for me. They are feeling more and more like just humans wearing costumes to me. And I've explained yeah. this in a tweet once. I was like, there's two sides to monster romance. There's the side where it's like the funky dicks and the crazy appearance and blah, blah, blah. And all the excitement that comes with that. And I feel like monster romance in the past couple years has really focused on that side of things. And really gone wild with it. Which is like great, nice, fun. But the other side of monster romance has really become... Like, really been, I don't know, pushed to, like, the shadows or whatnot. And that's the part where monster romance is exciting because it's scary. It's, like, the fear of this thing that has no moral compass that relates to your own. This thing that hunts you. This thing that terrifies mm -hmm. you. It's the fear aspect of it. They're like, oh my god, this thing doesn't understand me or... or want certain things from me that are scaring me or whatnot you know what I mean like the 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 like horror aspect yeah. of it almost like the the fear that side of the excitement has been completely erased from monster romance and like I mean let's not, of course some people are still writing that okay I am acknowledging that some people are still writing that but it, the point is just to say it's becoming harder and harder to find those people that are still doing that because there's, like, yeah. an overwhelming amount of monster romance that's sweet, soft, cinnamon roll, human-like creatures. And that's just not doing it for me. That have the same moral compass as us. Which, realistically, not... Like, I know, obviously, it's not realistic what we want. But it's just, like, monsters do not live by the same rules that we do. And like you said, like... We need more monster books that actually show that. And they're not just, like you said, monsters or humans and monster skin or whatever. Yeah. Like, I like the idea of being chased. Of being scared for my life. In fiction. You know, I want to explore that mm -hmm. in fiction. Like, why is it so hard to find this anymore? Which is why I think more and more we're kind of turning toward, towards dark romance for that. Where you don't get the, like, monster-like hero, but they are kind of more monstrous in so many regards than the monsters themselves. I agree with that. I feel like I'm turning now more towards dark romance, where, like, I kind of, like, in the past few years, I haven't really been. But I find that I'm reading a lot more because I'm still in search of that. And I feel like some some people won't agree that, like, monsters can also look like humans. Like, for some people, the monster hero can only look like a monster. Well, I, I disagree with that because I think it's a psychological thing, too. I don't think it should be solely just he looks like a monster, therefore he is a monster. It's like, no, mm -hmm. there are characters that are specifically monster-like without actually looking like a monster. And I, I find it a little sad that oftentimes those heroes or heroines are written out of the, the equation altogether. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the monster romance that you enjoy, whatever that means to you, you know? Agreed. Um, Seth, next one? 
Okay, this one, I feel like you guys might unfriend me. Ooh. I don't know. I feel like we'll see. We'll see. Okay. If a book I haven't read yet before, uh, that made no sense. Let me restart this. <laughs> Sorry, your sentence did not make sense. Yeah. No, it didn't. Um, if a book I haven't read before gets a TV show or a movie, Ooh. I wouldn't read the book. I probably wouldn't either. Oh, okay. It depends. I, I'm not pressed. I sometimes watch the, the TV series first or the movie first yeah. and then read the book. Because to be quite honest, I feel like if I read it, like, for example, Daisy Jones and the Six, like, yeah. I haven't read it. Um, and I did want to, but, like, at this point, I don't want to read it so close to the show's release because I think it's coming out the 2nd or the 3rd of March. Oh, wow. I, I feel like I'd be comparing it too much to the book, and that way I wouldn't enjoy the show. And I felt, like, I really felt that with Bridgerton Season 2. I was comparing it nonstop with the the show and the book and so that way i i didn't enjoy it as much as i did initially but then afterwards of course i did but yeah i run into that problem for me i wouldn't say it's a question of comparing it's just do i have time or do i don't like and and also like the sometimes it's also like oh i like this the idea of this story but maybe sometimes it lends itself more to a tv series or a movie to begin with like sometimes i'm like oh i want to see that but i don't want to read that okay mm. so sometimes i'll like not read the thing that it's based on just because of that like i'm like yeah i want to watch that but i'm not necessarily interested in the book but yeah it's not really about comparing for me personally it's just if i feel like it i feel like it if i don't i don't i don't push it i feel like i usually say like oh yeah i'm gonna read the book before yeah and then i don't but that's usually because i there's no time okay but I feel like I like to read before watching. But more often, I'll watch and then maybe we'll see if I'll end up reading. Mm -mm, which one to do next? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> this is 100% personal opinion. Nobody get mad. Okay. I feel like you're looking at me. Okay, let's No, I'm not looking at either of you. I'm looking at the world. Um... I don't like the idea of MF pegging and or femdom books. It's just not for me. I see a lot and more authors being like, oh, and she pegs him. And it's like a selling point. And I'm like, great. Love that for everybody else. But for me, it's a it's a it's a no. It's an it's a no. I don't know about the the pegging. I I've never really thought about it or really explored it in books. But I'm okay with like exploring the back entrance with the man. Okay, good, good for you <laughs> guys. <laughs> okay, Seth. Interesting. This took a turn. It's great. You want to talk about it? <laughs> Like exits the conversation we never hear from her ever again. Wait, did she my sound kick out? Because I can't hear you. Oh guys. no, we can't hear you. I'm gonna shoot it off for a bit. Okay. <laughs> we can't hear you. Can I leave? Can click, you hear me? Out. Oh, I'm gonna cry. The perfect moment to go. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Why? Why are you still laughing? 
because it was funny. <laughs> and you had to go mute, like, right at that moment. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, um, explain yourself. Me? Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to say that and then, like, drop out? Like, <laughs> I mean, in books, like, I've read a few books, you know. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like that was you know explored and i didn't mind it but femdom uh-huh. i don't think i would it's something i would search out in my books we all we all listen we all like the dynamics that we like yeah okay we all have different kinks some kinks work for some people and they don't for others Fair. okay and personally True. just mf pegging is not one of them femdom is not one of them um, I don't think I've read anything where that was the dynamic, but I mean, I wouldn't knock it. I mean, yeah, no, definitely like don't knock it till you try it. But like, yeah, if you try it and you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. You know, like it's I think it's OK to say like, oh, I'm noticing that it's becoming more and more of a trend. And personally, it just doesn't do it for me. It's not a selling point. It's not something that I'm going to go. Oh, yeah, I am getting that book. The day it comes out, you know? I don't think I would mind it. I mean, I'd, I'd read it. S, you want to share your last one then? <laughs> I still have so many, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, let me just say, I understand why people do this. I understand. I, I get it. I know. But why do you need to read the ending of a book before starting? Oh. I just... I, I understand. I know. I know why people do it. I just, I personally would rather not have anything spoiled hmm. and enjoy the ride. But I, I think it's because I don't have many triggers. Um, and if the book is triggering, like I go look for what those triggers are and then yeah, base it, you know, to start it or not. And then, yeah, but I just, I wouldn't read the ending. Hmm. Actually, S, this is a great place to remind our readers, or readers, well, we're listeners, that the last catch up and uh, catch up. Oh my God, what is going on? Let's remind our readers. <laughs> Why don't do it again? Our last uh, bite sized was about spoilers. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a great place to just remind people yeah. that if you haven't listened to that, you want to hear us talk about our opinions on spoilers, being spoiled, and spoiling others. Uh, you can go and yeah. check that out uh, if you so wish. Young Seth, to be quite honest, was very like anxiety ridden, mm-hmm. and I had to know um, how things would have panned out in the last book. Usually, um, so I would kind of read just like the last sentence or two, just to you know ensure my couples make it through until the end. Um, but besides that, I try not to look for spoilers. And then if I read or hear spoilers, even if, if it's for like a movie or a show or a book, um, I just tend to, like, shut down and not want to watch it or read it or do whatever with it. I don't do it, at least consciously. <laughs> There's been a few times where it feels like I've blacked out, picked up a book, read the last page, and then saw something I shouldn't have, and then, you know, came to again, and I was like, oh my god, what did I just do? Um, but, I so I don't do that, but I do sometimes... For those series where it's like it follows the same couples and stuff, I do sometimes, annoyingly enough, go and look at the reviews for the second book when I haven't even read the first one. Okay. 
gasp. Yeah, and I can't really tell you why I do that, but I do do that. Sometimes. You know what? I kind of agree with you in the sense where, like, if I'm, like, in the thick of the previous book, like, say, if it's, like, the first or the second book of the series that I'm reading, I kind of, like, get so invested. You have a little doubt, huh? Yeah, you kind of, like, you're invested enough that you want to go searching, and, like, I know, obviously, like, you know, you don't, you shouldn't do that, but, like, I would sometimes go, yeah, and check reviews or, like, check whatever is out there. I tend to go to reviews about, like, if it's a book, because I don't want to spoil myself too much, but if I find that the people that I know and that I talk to um, kind of like it the same way, or, like, I know that it's going to go a way that I, I want mm-hmm. it to go, I would look for their review. Uh, not long ago, I found, uh, I was looking at this this MM, uh, uh, BDSM series, whatever, and I, I was looking at the first book. And then for whatever reason, I decided to go and read the reviews for the second book, which told me that the love interest from the first book dies at the end of that book (gasps) and that this is with another guy. And then when I found that out, I was like, okay, but at least is the new guy the guy, you know? And then so I I went to the third book and it was a different guy. And I was like, what is going on here? What yeah, the and heck? I was really interested in that series, and I was like, I'm not totally against it, but now I'm a little put off, so, like, not now, you know, because I was like, what, what is going yeah. on here? What, what? So, this is the kind of, I shouldn't have done that. But then again, I'm glad I know he's dead, you know? Like, I don't want to get invested in him if he's Exactly, die. you save yourself a lot of time. But do you continue the series then, knowing that? Oh, I hadn't even like, started. You... Like, <laughs> oh. I was checking out the first book, and I was like... Oh, I, I, I don't know, like, something just told me, like, check out the second book, Marge. And I did. And I saw. <laughs> I Are you right. still going to read it, though? I mean, probably, like, it sounded interesting. I guess, like, I should just read it as, like, maybe not, like, a romance series, more like a, a series about, like, this guy clearly going through a lot of shit and, like, has romances along the way. Hopefully the last one is a H-E-A. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should have. Maybe I should have checked that <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, so I do do that, like, without realizing sometimes. But, but I will say, there have been at least once where I don't remember what book it was, but I remember feeling like one time, like, I want to know how it ends. But that was just like a one-off. But I didn't go. What book was it? I don't remember, but I just remember that there was like one time. Okay. But did I do it? I didn't do it. (laughs) <laughs> okay well you have serious uh well, pat yourself on the back you know then, strength please. yeah i was really proud did i do it i did not do it <laughs> congrats but yeah thank you really proud okay um one of my hot takes it's not really a hot take it's more like i guess a personal opinion yeah. um i mean is that not what it's been since the beginning <laughs> shut up can you just stop right now? Okay, thanks. Um, I can only read long books if it's on Kindle. Ooh. Because then if I see the paperback version, I I just see it and I'm like, Mm-mm, that's too long for me. That's Ooh. too big. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't handle that. Is big a bad thing? <laughs> that's too I'm that's sorry. too much in your hands. <laughs> yeah. Too much too, too much, much to handle. Um, too much girth. Yeah. I think for me it's the opposite. Really? Yeah, I think I find it less intimidating to pick up a really big book 
in my <laughs> in my hands <laughs> rather than on Kindle. Because I can physically see myself moving through the pages. Mm. Whereas on Kindle, sometimes it it's really discouraging to see the, the little thingy at the bottom not move. And you're like, wow, yeah. I've been reading for three hours and nothing's yeah. changed. <laughs> huh. So, yeah, I think for me yeah. it's the opposite. I agree with uh, March. I also feel like it depends on the author for me, too. Like, I find, like, Sarah J. Mass, I keep going back to her. But, like, her books, I really only buy hard copy anyway. Yeah. So, like, that one, yeah. Um, those books for sure. Um, but besides that, yeah, I just find it too intimidating. I don't know why. I find that a very interesting take, to be honest. I am puzzled by it, but... We are breaking ground here today on Romancing the Monsters. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the himbo thing, I am actually really against. Yeah. Elaborate. Uh, I mean, I just said yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I... I have a very viscerally negative response to anyone, male or female, being called stupid. Agreed. And I, agree I with think that there's a real, I don't know if it's a misunderstanding of what himbo actually means, or like people think they're like saying it in a joking manner, but it is not hot, cool, or interesting for me. For you to refer to your own character as a himbo. Because what you're telling me is he's really attractive but fucking stupid. And I, I, I don't know, I have a viscerally, intensely negative response to anyone being called stupid. Ever. Fake or real. Like, I just mm-hmm. can't, I, I just have such an issue with that. And it's, it's, it's weird to me because, like, I can read the darkest ass shit. But my limit is at calling someone stupid. I just, I don't know why. But I just don't think it's the cool thing that everyone makes it out to be. And, yeah. like, it's this this huge thing now. Like, oh, he's a hambo on top of it all. And I'm like, okay, you just lost me. I don't like this term at all. Yeah, I, d- I don't like that term either. And I think it also goes to, like, I also really hate, like, the dumb blonde stereotype. I think oh, it's, of like, course. it's awful to me. And, like, I kind of find, I don't really know... I haven't tracked it recently, but I kind of, like, see, like, you know, the the female character that comes in between the main couple. Like, they're kind of, nece- like, they're sometimes blonde. And I'm like, but why are they painted as, like, this ditzy or, like, even this evil villain? Like, I just, I don't understand this whole, like, blonde yeah. stereotype But going. you know what else? Oftentimes that himbo guy, quote-unquote himbo guy, is, like, the guy that's, like, kind of stupid really pretty looking handsome whatever but in touch with his emotions and it's like should we really try and equate those two things like oh he's really stupid but in touch with his emotions like can we not go for complex characters complex male characters that are not stupid and also in touch with their characters but also you know complexly done as characters where it's like you don't need to be one i just i don't know i don't love that either that like murky sort of in between where it's like oh he's really stupid but in touch with his emotions it's like is that the only time that they can be in touch with their emotions to be quite honest i feel the sense that some authors or readers do not know the true meaning of himbo yeah and they just use it i don't know maybe s do you have any strong thoughts about himbo i don't think i've ever read a book where 
or have I? Where that's a type of character. Because I don't think I've ever had, like, issues. But, like, I agree with you, what you girls are saying. But, like, are there really books out there where authors are, like, advertising it? It's a himbo character. Like, that's the main. That's the main. Oh, I find it a lot. Don't get me started on the author referring to their character as such and the actual love interest refer like the main character referring to their love interest as a himbo that is worse to me like yeah i I don't know and i just i don't find it hot in any way shape or form like i am very attracted to intelligence i need someone that's on my level okay i'm not saying like i'm not sitting here like oh i'm some sort of genius but i need someone that's like able to to keep up with me intellectually you know as well as emotionally. Mm. Why can't those two things go together? And be handsome as hell. You know, like, give me give me what I want. Like, I just... Uh, I don't understand this whole thing of, like, oh, he's stupid. Like, he's not super quick. You know, like, he, he probably won't understand. But it's okay, because he's hot. And also a softie. No, and I... Okay, um... I also see the term himbo used a lot with Kylo Ren. And, like, you know, Ben He's Solo. not a himbo. That's the thing. Like, I feel like people just don't understand the concept and what that means. Hmm. So, like, they label these characters that are maybe, yeah, like, not as well-versed in, like, romance or love or relationships. They're a himbo because of that. Like, the only time I will use the word idiot in that scenario is, like, to say, like, oh, they're idiots in love. But what I mean yeah. by that is not like they're stupid people. Is like they don't realize that they have feelings for each other. That's th- that's what I mean when I say like, yeah. oh, two idiots in love that don't realize that they both like care deeply about each other, but because they're too wrapped up in everything else. I am not calling them stupid, but I do know that some people will use that term. For instance, like oh, two idiots in love to say like two dumbasses, you know. And I, yeah. I just I don't know. I just really have strong feelings about this. <laughs> Don't like it. No, don't that's like fair. It. I don't like it either. So, and like you said, of course, it goes both ways. Both ways, like of course, you don't want the the female character to be referred to in that way either. Um, but I I I think like we've kind of uh, pushed against that. But why are we doing it to the opposite sex then? But no, but then I also find like side characters are sometimes referred to that as well. Yeah, like, it took years to unpack that. So, like, yeah. should we turn it around and start referring to attractive men who are in touch with their emotions as stupid? Don't think so. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Last one for me. Oh, my God. So, should I go or do you want to keep going? I have, like, six. <laughs> what the heck? I feel like we they should do rapid kept fire. Coming. They just kept coming. Um, okay, so I'll I'll say like two more. Okay, and then, and then we'll I'll and then I'll say my last one. Okay. Um, international authors are, or I guess foreign authors or whatever, however you want to call them, are better at not explaining shit to you, not taking you by the hand. I find that Western readers have to be taken by the hand and explained everything, because if there's any little gap that's left unexplained we are extremely uncomfortable with that i mean i don't like loopholes not a loophole an unexplained thing sort of like when we watched love between fairy and devil remember how Mm -hmm. there were things that were being shown or told to us but not explained 
Yeah. That's what I mean. They don't feel the need to explain every little detail of the story to you as it is happening. Oh, okay. It will eventually be explained when it is necessary. I find that oftentimes, oftentimes in Western storytelling, authors can't do that because re- as readers, we need to be explained everything. And if we're not explained everything in that very moment, if we don't understand the world within the first three chapters of that book, we're out. We're like, I don't understand this shit. Moving on. Okay, I, I agree with that, but then I don't agree with it in the sense where... I find that a lot of books, mm-hmm. you need to explain things or else they just don't make any sense. And I feel like... But then, okay, but you're just not okay with it not making sense. No, like, okay, so as you can, like, leave the chat for a second and come back. I don't know. But, like, the Fairy Dale book by... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah take it off. <laughs> um, I find that book should have explained things pretty early on. It just made for, like, a lot of confusion going on and to the point where I no longer cared. I feel like I need things to be explained in that sense with what was going on for me to have a connection with these characters to the story for me to care. I don't know. I'm just not uncomfortable with being confused, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Which is what which is what a lot of these Asian novels have t- taught me. Like, they just don't... They're not as concerned with making sure you're not confused and I I like that it's a different kind of storytelling it just it kind of sort of takes takes into account that their readers are intelligent and will figure it out you know eventually type of thing but I also feel like this feeds into this whole thing where a lot of media nowadays here in, in the western world like if something is not explicitly explained People do not understand story anymore. Like any, right? Like stay, yeah. say Star Wars. Like if it's not explicitly said the way that you needed to say it, th- that you need to say it for audiences to understand, mm-hmm. then there's no room for nuance. There's no room for that gap, that great gap where literally anything can happen and you can like, it's a space for interpretation. No, I agree with that. And I do feel like things... Like, it's a different medium, of course, like a visual versus like a book. I feel like it's different being shown things, but not things being explained in the media. Like that completely, like I agree with. But I feel like in some books that I will not name, (laughs) I feel like it was more so for shock value, like keeping Mm. things up. It wasn't for like things to, you know, for you to read between the lines. I think it was just shock value. And that's, I think, where the difference is. I haven't read said book that we shall not be named that shall not be named. Um, so I, I don't know, but okay. Um, my next one is we're getting more and more into touchy territory here. Um, okay. I think don't come at me with a big pitchfork. Not you. I'm talking to other people. I think that Ao3. Does better sex scenes, better better slow burns, and better angst than a lot of romance novels. That's facts. Agreed. I think, Agreed. yeah. And I think it's because there's a freedom to it. There's yeah. no... It's, it's balls to the walls. Write whatever wild shit you want. There's no expectations. There's the 
fact that there's no you're not expected to make money off of that if you want to hide your name you can if you want it's literally just a platform where you drop your wildest craziest shit and then like leave (laughs) because there there are no expectations right like you can write whatever you want like there's there's no limits either exactly and you're not playing by any sort like set of rules yeah like the smut that i've written i don't even think i could ever write that again like you know, like I, I feel like you're you're playing with another set of uh, cards. Yeah, I just feel like for that it makes for sex scenes that are a lot more interesting because they're written so differently than what you see in romance novels. I don't yeah. quite know how to explain it, but that that sex is different from the sex in romance novels, and the slow burns and the angst. Mm. There's more room for it because, again, there's not that expectation of give me exactly what I want when I want it. They can they they can they they can space it out as much as they want. You want to write a fucking five hundred thousand word story? Go for it. Nobody's going to stop you. You're not getting a penny for that. You know, it's just there's such freedom to it. Agreed. And you can write really fucking dark things. And nobody yeah. blinks. There's no limit. I love AO3. <laughs> yeah. I love it there. Um. Again, don't come at me with a pitchfork, everyone. Too much consent is a thing. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. In a book where you want there to be consent, right? Because we're not here to kink shame. There are books where you do not want there to be consent. And those people are valid and justified in their own kinks. And I am not coming at them whatsoever. You do you, boo. Okay? In a book where you expect there to be consent. Once is enough for me. Okay? If Agreed. it was acknowledged once, I don't need it to be repeated over and over and over again and for people to ask each other is this okay is this it is not real life okay again this is not real life okay we are not talking about real life we're talking about fiction okay if one character was asked and the other character responded and both of them are on the same page from this point on i do not need for it to be reiterated every step of the way i agree with that unless it drastically changes like of course if someone is like no then okay yeah <laughs> but if it's if it keeps get, saying yes if it's if it's still in the yes then don't repeat it but i do think there's exceptions to that i feel like if there's yeah, a character sure. that experienced you know sexual abuse or whatever yes, or maybe course, if they're yeah. like they started off like i know this is bad but like they started off as like maybe it was rape or whatever you know yeah. it was dubious consent i don't know but like in those cases it's okay to constantly ask for consent like i think that builds their emotional connection if that's the the goal of the story no yeah of course in, in that scenario i would be down for it of course like what i'm talking about is like not that kind of scenario yeah, where it's yeah. literally like can i kiss you can i do yeah. this yeah. can i do this are you still okay is this okay it, uh, 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 uh. it's just it really takes away from the <laughs> okay, scene from marge <laughs> It just takes away from it for me. It it takes me out of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I strongly agree. Should I go with my last one now? 
Yeah. Oh, you still um, have one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I sure thought you said it. I'm so sorry. Okay, go ahead. No, okay. Um, it's probably one you'll all agree with. It's pretty uh quick. I'll literally write read what I wrote. Yeah. People need to stop pretending to be characters from books on social media. Oh my <laughs> Cough, god. Sarah J. Massman on TikTok. It's legit just like to get followers. Yeah. And like most of the time they've never read the book or don't even know who the character is, but like they uh, like read comments and people said, Oh my gosh, she looks like Reese. Oh my gosh, you're like literally oh. Cassian. Oh my gosh, it's so yeah. fucking cringe. I like I yeah. blocked so many creators or quote unquote creators on TikTok because of it and I hate it. There's so many like there's this one guy that plays Reese and I absolutely hate him to the point where like I cannot watch any video that he's a part of. Um and yeah, there's this. Re- uh, I forgot his name. I blocked him. Some Tyler something. Um, and there was another guy. I thought he was attractive at first until he started pretending he was Cassian, and then I was just over it. I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, you're getting blocked." Co-signed. Not to be confused with people that do cosplay. That's something. Oh else. yeah, yeah. We're Not talking about be- the people that are like, "Oh, you're telling all these girls are telling me that I look like this book character." Let me like cash in on that. Yeah. yeah, and they like have Agreed. millions of views on their TikToks, and like, yeah. I uh, now that I've been on TikTok for a little while, you know, just lurking. She has TikTok, s you know that right? What's your account so I can send you stuff? <laughs> she okay. There's one time I sent her like so many avatar videos, and she like it took her like ten weeks to get back to me. <laughs> Cause I didn't I I didn't know there was a messaging thing. I did, I went, I saw the <laughs> I saw the thing at the bottom. I was like, oh, what is this? And I click it. No, I feel bad because I I feel like I haven't gone through your. No, honestly, I send you stuff. way too many takes, anyway. To be honest, it takes me a long time <laughs> to go through messages, but not just yours. It's everybody who messages me. So. Oh, you're popular, huh? Uh-huh. No, <laughs> uh What I wanted to say was, now that I've been there for a little minute, you know, lurking, observing what it's like, I have noticed. A pattern. Okay. And it's that on TikTok, the women are talking to the women and the men are talking to the women. Have you noticed? Like it's like it's like women are like, hey, uh, do y'all know about this new uh thing that's gonna you know save you time, save you money, whatever, whatever. Like we're all talking to each other as like friends, you know, like hey, I got you, like blah blah, or like love yourself or whatever. Like women are talking to women as like friends. And then there's, like, the men on the side, like, weirdly talking to the women. It's the... I just... I don't know. But, like, the women are not talking to the men. The men are talking to the women. Like, hey, ladies, you want to know how to, like, catch his attention? Or, like, here are three things that men love that women don't know about. And it's like... What kind of TikToks are you watching? (laughs) But it's constantly that. It's her for you page. I know. She needs to... We need to send her some like Turkish shows, some like I don't I know, know it's like, but no, I I get what you mean. It's yeah. it's very weird, yeah. like this dynamic. It's like men use it as like Tinder, and women use it to like talk to friends. Oh my gosh, you know it's also really cringe, like those videos of like men talking about like oh i love all women and like they're talking about ooh this is so sexy when like you know they're just doing it to like get likes and it's so annoying yes yeah. meanwhile the women are there for like crock pot crock pot 
reviews. You know what I mean? Like, it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. It's just the weirdest. I, but I kind of love it. It's like they kind of look pathetic on the side over there, like ta- trying to get so our attention. Pathetic. They're trying to get our attention. But Mio is like, but wait a minute. This Crock-Pot review <laughs> looks really good. Though. No, my favorite things to hate on. And I know this is turning into hating like TikTok. But like the, the posts where like the men are like, ugh, I don't like this shirt. And they're clearly like they think they look good in that shirt. And they're yeah. trying to show that they ugh. Anyways, those cannot. I cannot. Mm-hmm. cannot yeah i just think it's a weird phenomenon that should be studied by someone at some point agreed um okay uh real real hot waters here um i think a lot of the romance world is really clicky yeah agreed uh now that i've been here since 2014 i want to say uh it's very clicky you're in with the right people or you're out. Yeah, I think so. And I find that very sad. It's like if you don't worship the right authors at the altar, yeah. you're out. And it always all re- re- revolve around authors. Like who's hot right now? Who does everybody like who's who's like the most popular, the whatever, whatever. And if you don't like promote their shit like your life depends on it you're out and and i think authors authors are the ones that organize a lot of these clicks i don't think it comes from readers i think authors are the ones at the center sort of like organizing everything i tend to just like i don't know like i said if books i feel are really popular on social media i feel like i don't know like i'm i tend to not read them or i push them back um we've talked about that already but um yeah, no, I agree with that statement. I guess the follow-up to that, and my last one, and this is a serious one, okay? I'm not joking about this. <laughs> I actually, now that I've, again, been doing this for a while, I truly believe that you are better off not getting too close to authors. Because what i have found from my own personal experience again if your experience is different then great i'm very happy for you but from my own personal experience i find that there's an a lack of balance there because the author will expect you to treat them as human um to view them with empathy etc etc but i find that if you are a reviewer and their friend, they will not treat you equally. You are not, they don't care about your life, but you should care about theirs. Mm-hmm. And also, I think yeah. you fall into like that weird, uh, the weird middle where like, if we're kind of friendly or you have like a good relationship, like this is even like an innocent relationship. Like, you know, you honestly like love this person and you talk, not love this person, but love their work. And you talk about, you know, like, you have similar interests and you talk about that and cultivate that relationship. I feel like you kind of feel like you have to rate a book higher than you necessarily feel that it should be given. Or heck, Um, that you should just buy it to begin with. Yeah. And it's like, just because we're friends doesn't mean that I, like, will suddenly drop everything and read your stuff. Like, we're not that close, you know? Like, you're no, just... No, but that's the thing. I feel like I kind of fall into that. Where, like, I, I feel the need that yeah. I, like, I have we, to do of it. Of course you feel the pressure. 
because there is that yeah. pressure. It's never it. There's always the like, like if you're a reviewer and they're an author, they expect you to promote them. Like for me, I've always ended up feeling very used whenever I I like was truly friends with someone or thought I was truly friends with someone that's an author. It just it doesn't it just doesn't work because like we said there's just that expectation that like suddenly you should promote them all the time you should read their book all the time yeah. review it rate it higher love it like i've had an author before uh use my story like a story from my childhood and name the character using my name what and then never spoke to me again do i know this yes well Can- you know who okay i gotta share this after <laughs> gotta tell me after. but like Spill the is thing. that not fucked up because i kind of think it is yeah Ooh, that is awful. like you asked me to share something and i was like okay and i shared a story and then they used that story gave the character my own name and then we never spoke again and so this person is now making money off of partly i mean it wasn't like the whole story but it was just like a story that kind of the character was built on and i was like that is messed up i just i don't know i've grown again if if your experience is different from mine i'm very happy for you if you are truly friends with authors and it works out for you guys great just from my experience i've just learned to be very careful with that and to keep it at like a let's chat about your books and let's leave it at that and just um i i'm not gonna engage on any more like any more than that and i'm even like careful about stuff like can i show you my cover reveal or like can i show you because i've had people before like just use me once again to like test stuff on me and i'm like i used to be okay with that now i'm like should I be okay with that? Ask, like, do you have any thoughts about author-reader friendships? Yeah, it's very iffy, and it 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 can cross a lot of lines, for sure. I, I feel like I've had um, relationships with authors where I'm just like, it's not the same anymore after a while. Mm. If you're not promoting their stuff, if you're not buying their stuff, if you're not right how about asking me how i am right yeah it's just it's it's weird because i don't know like it's just so many times it's like it just goes one way you know and it's i i don't like that anyways it's my take my final take i would much rather stay away and just interact with fellow reviewers so anyways uh those were (laughs) our hot takes um might not have any listeners after this but, right. Uh, I mean, this is not to be negative or anything. It's just a bit of fun. Um, yeah. I can guarantee that about half of what's on the list, at least on my list, like if it's something that's book related, I I probably still read it even if it's not like my favorite thing in the world. So cheating, I'll never read. That's just a known fact. I mean, that's not a hot take. I mean, I guess that's a known. Is. That's a known take for Sephora. Okay. Yeah, but I think most people are on your side on that one. Not me. I think yeah. the, the hot take is me and S being like, a little cheating as a kid, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Alright, so hopefully you enjoyed that still. <laughs> hopefully we didn't like, you know, push all of you away. Unsubscribed and everything. Um, again, don't take it seriously or personally. Uh, if you have hot takes of your own, maybe your hot take is a hot take on what we've said. <laughs> or yeah, maybe feel you free piggy, to share. Piggy, piggy back, you know. Yeah, on off our of what hot we're takes. saying. Yeah, okay. or maybe your hot take is all of y'all's hot takes or shit, and that's a hot take. That's fine. <laughs> I'm ready to. We talk will accept. This out. No, truly, like, we do accept people that yeah. are, you know, very against what we've said. Um, no, we and like we've all that... been saying this whole episode, like, it's all opinion-based. Like, whatever you, like, you're allowed to love yeah. what you love and hate what you hate. Yeah, and, like, we're aware that some of them are a little more controversial than others, but, like, please know that some of them are just based off of personal experience, and sometimes that taints certain things for you. Um yeah. Anywho, so yeah, if you have anything you would like to share with us, uh, feel free to tell us online, find us online. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the RTM Pod, as well as on Instagram at Romancing the Monsters Podcast. Uh, we're also on Gmail. <laughs> you can also find us on. <laughs> Our email is <laughs> Romancing the Monsters Podcast at gmail.com. TikTok is Romance and the Monsters Pod, and am I forgetting something? I feel like I am. YouTube? Can you talk about YouTube? Oh, YouTube, right, up. right. Uh, we're also on YouTube, so if you want to uh, find us on there, just search for the name of our podcast, and you should be able to find us. If you're looking for me specifically, I am on both Twitter and Instagram at Foes and Lovers. And you can find me us on both Twitter and Instagram at But This Book. And you can find me stuff on both Instagram and Twitter at Pros with Woes. How much do you bet I'm going to be like in bed in like two hours being like, <gasps> I forgot this one. <laughs> <laughs> like suddenly thinking of all the hot takes that I didn't Honestly, think about. Honestly, I feel like as the days progress, you find a new hot take. I mean, I had one like four days ago and I was like, oh, this is a good hot take. I need to write it down. And I didn't. And I forgot what it was. And now it's haunting me. The knowledge that I had a good hot take that I forgot. So That is the burden you bear. I guess we'll just have to do a hot take part two at some point. <laughs> <laughs> if we have any listeners left, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Anyways, that note. <laughs> on that note, yeah. We'll see you next episode whenever that is. See ya. Bye. Bye.